All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Coastal Maharashtra and Gujarat are bracing for Cyclone Nisarg, which formed around 11.30am yesterday and which is expected to make landfall close to Alibag this afternoon. I feel like I've been saying this very often recently, but stay home and stay safe. If you're in Mumbai and have queries about the cyclone, the BMC has asked people to dial the helpline number that's 1916 and then press 4. Now, you'll find the latest update on the number of coronavirus infections in the country at 8 a.m. today. That number will likely have crossed the 2 lakh mark over the past 24 hours or so. The average daily increase in cases has been more than 8,000 for the past few days now. The Indian government is offering financial incentives and plug-and-play facilities with an outlay of about 50,000 crore rupees to attract investments from global companies in the manufacture of mobile phones and related components. That's a Bloomberg story. The government will initially target five global suppliers and extend a financial incentive of as much as 6% on incremental sales of goods made in the country for a period of five years, according to the Ministry for Electronics and Information Technology. An incentive of 25% on capital expenditure will be provided for production of electronic components, semiconductors and other parts. Electronic manufacturing clusters with ready-to-use facilities will also be offered. Now, three of the largest Middle Eastern sovereign wealth funds are in advanced talks to invest in Reliance Industries' digital arm, according to people familiar with the matter, potentially adding to the roster of marquee investors that have piled into the business. Abu Dhabi's Mubadala Investment is nearing a deal to invest about $1 billion into geo platforms and an announcement could come as soon as this week. The company is also in advanced discussions with Abu Dhabi Investment Authority and Saudi Arabia's The Public Investment Fund. Uday Kotak sold part of his stake in Kotak Mahindra Bank for about 6,940 crore rupees as he cut his ownership in the bank he founded to comply with central bank regulations. Kotak sold 5.6 crore shares at 1,240 rupees each, the top end of a marketed range, according to a Bloomberg report. The transaction takes Kotak's stake in the bank to 26.1%, just a tad bit higher than the level that was agreed upon with the regulator. Kotak has to bring his holding to 26% by August. In international news, OPEC and its allies edged closer to a consensus on extending production cuts to prop up the oil market, even as wrangling continued for a third day about whether to bring forward their next meeting. Russia and several other OPEC-plus nations favor extending the group's current production cuts by one month. It's unclear if that's enough for leading OPEC member Saudi Arabia, though the proposal is within the range of the kingdom's own call for a one- to three-month elongation.
U.S. President Donald Trump came under harsh criticism from religious leaders and Democrats for the government's violent dispersal of a peaceful protest outside the White House on Monday, while some Republicans expressed disapproval and the U.S. military distanced itself from the episode. In international markets, U.S. stocks extended gains on the improved outlook for reopening cities across the country. The Dow added a percent, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbed 0.8 and 0.6 percent, respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, the three early risers have begun very strong, all comfortably in the green. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, the SGX Nifty this morning is trending higher by 60-odd points, and it is also comfortably about the 10,000 mark, which means we are likely to see that positive opening for Indian markets too. Let's talk about a few earnings then. We have Britannia, where revenues rose 2.5% year-on-year for the fourth quarter. It nets profit grew 26% at 375 crores, much ahead of consensus expectations, with stability in margins, which were at 15.8%, an improvement of 20 basis points. And this is despite the fact that the company saw a little bit of contraction in gross margins. Moving on, we have surprising numbers from Interglobe Aviation as well. So revenues rose 5.3% year on year at 8,000 300 crores, once again ahead of expectations while this was the slowest revenue growth since listing, but both its headline numbers that would include net sales as well as profitability or rather the bottom line were ahead of consensus. It came up with a loss of around 873 crores versus a net profit of 590 crores and its a bid-dar loss stood at 13 crores versus a profit of 2056 crores. From the pharma space, we have Granules India, where revenues declined 2.2%, but profit rose 44% on an exceptional gain of 60 crores due to divestment of its entire stake in a JV, and its revenues were impacted due to restrictions imposed on paracetamol, API, PFI, and ED. Moving beyond earnings, we also have Reliance Industries, which seems to be here in focus almost every second day. This time, it's Abu Dhabi's Mubadala Investment, which is nearing a deal to invest about $1 billion in geo platforms. An announcement could come as soon as this week, according to Bloomberg News. Hindustan Unilever has issued a COVID-19 update where they say that they have ramped up their production to 80 to 90% of normative levels from 70% back in April and that all the factories and all the warehouses except one in Assam are open with requisite government permissions and adherence to the highest safety standards. In fact, they say that all their suppliers are now operational. An update from ICICI Bank, which has reduced its interest rates by 25 basis points in savings bank account with effect from June 4th, that will be tomorrow. For the balance below 50 lakhs, it weighs 3% per annum, while that above 50 lakhs, it will be about 3.75.
And Moody's Investor Services has downgraded the long-term issuer ratings of ONGC, HPCL, Oil India, IOC, BPCL, Petronet, LNG, TCS and Infosys. The outlook on all these ratings is negative. Now, these are just some of the stocks you we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 